Mic check, mic check. Where the f is my check? You now tuned in to do rags and boat shoes. Get this turned down. What's going on, everybody? It's your boy A Double, and you're now tuned into episode. What is this? Uh, 80 or 81? Let me take a look and try to see where we at on this good old do rags and boat shoes. Uh, let's see here. Oh, we're on episode 80. Yeah, 80. I thought it was 81. About to hit that Kobe on y'all one time, but episode 80. Uh, last week dropped a couple of episodes. Um, I did episode 79 um, You know, I just appreciate everybody being patient with me And uh, uh, made that a little bit of a longer show Had a lot to talk about uh, You know, it was a, a little bit of a hiatus uh, Just due to me moving and things of that sort And then I dropped a bonus episode uh, last Thursday um, It was just an episode I was doing I recorded in the process When I was in the process of moving and uh you know go and listen to that bonus episode like i said it sounded a little bit dated uh, just because of when i recorded it um but i was in the process of moving so go back listen to it share it with some friends and i'm very grateful and thankful for everybody who listens to the show and uh you know folks hit me up via you know twitter snapchat and uh facebook messenger uh telling me they enjoy the episodes uh, they appreciate what I have to say and they enjoy me sprinkling some humor into these dark times that we are in. So I guess we'll go ahead and get started on that good old summer jam screen. Uh, first things first, I just saw a tweet today. You know, it's Tuesday. Um, I always record on Tuesdays, post it up on Wednesday morning. But I saw a tweet uh, and it was from Nerdy Asians and they always, um, you know, post stuff about you know what asian folks are doing and strides they're making in the americas and they posted a uh, a picture of the new vanity fair cover and it has um the star wars guys it has finn and uh john boyega and uh, the white dude i forgot his name uh, not the guy who plays um kylo ren but the pilot who was like his buddy in the movie or whatever and there's also an asian uh woman named kelly marie tran she's on the cover also and they said this is the first asian woman to appear on the front page of vanity fair and people are just clapping and like yeah fuck yeah all right we making strides and my response was it's 2017 how are we still having first like this the first Asian woman on the cover of Vanity Fair. I don't know if that's true or not. Because um, I feel like, wasn't Vera Wang on the cover of uh, Vanity Fair? I'm not I'm not sure. Let me look that up real quick. Um, let's see here. Because I feel like she was on the cover of Vanity Fair. Maybe. 
but uh maybe i'm tripping so maybe i am tripping okay i am uh, there isn't uh one a cover with uh, vera wang um it's just odd to me that this that this would happen you know what i'm saying um it's 2017 and you know people are celebrating and things like that i feel like asian folks should be outraged like nigga it's fucking 2017 and this is the first time that we had an asian woman on the cover i do not get it i do not get it i don't understand it um just very very odd and it says so much about america doesn't it we always have these first um every time something happens it's like the first black woman to do this or the first uh you know uh, uh indian man to do this in america and it's just it just shows the dominant run that white folks have been having and the world is getting darker it is it's a it's a sad reality for a lot of these white supremacists um and even so much so that you've seen that recently these um these monuments have been coming down the south through the south these uh these confederate uh leaders uh the monuments have been coming down and uh one of them was uh uh let me see here let me get this right there is a confederate monument that was removed in louisiana a few of those monuments were removed in louisiana excuse me and a uh, state representative uh carl oliver he was feeling a little sassy on uh, Facebook, and he says, I quote before he took it down, the destruction of these monuments erected in the loving memory of our family and fellow Southern Americans. There's nothing American about being, uh, you know, supportive of the Confederacy. There's nothing American about that at all, which is a lie. But anyway, it's both heinous and horrific. If the uh, comma and I use this term extremely loosely quote unquote leadership of Louisiana wishes to in a Nazi-ish fashion burn books or destroy historical monuments of our history and that's a cold word for white folks uh, they should be lynched let it be known I will do all in my power to prevent this from happening in our state and the Jackson Free Press said that uh, fellow Republican lawmakers, State Representative John Reed and Doug McLeod, M-C-L-E-O-D, uh, they, they liked the post. But he caught so much heat for it, he had to take it down. So, you know, there's, there's this huge myth, you know, a lot of times when people say that it's Southern heritage, um, the Stars and Bars represents, uh, you know, great pride in Southern history. But this was actually a whole ass group of southern states that wanted to keep slavery. They were making so much money that the North was just like, yo, you know, you guys are getting a little too powerful. You know, you're getting a little bit crazy down there and all this other shit. And they were making too much money. Um, you know, then the North was kind of suffering and things of that sort. But the only reason that there wasn't slavery up north is because you really couldn't grow crops in the winter like that's pretty much it right so there was a white civil war going on just like it's going on right now uh, between these uh, anti-fascists and these alt-righters it's i just feel like this is these are a bunch of punk ass 30 somethings and younger just out here trying to be cute and uh doing shit to uh, you know um uh, 
you know kill time and shit like that it's whatever it's cute it's fascinating but like i said black folks just fall back don't be out here with these anti-fascists because a lot of them you know they support hillary and things of that sort, and they want some kind of they want their um they want politics as usual which means that it's not it's it's the uh, subtle racism that's going on it's not it's so refined and so um you know below so many layers that you really don't see it but it affects black folks and brown folks directly you know but they really can't see it it's like oh, come on you know it's kind of like during the um during the clinton years you know all the black folks got locked up but you're like oh all these jobs are being created and then we had the um the uh, earned income tax happening, and all this other shit and a vast majority of americans were benefiting from it then you've seen it during the obama years you've seen everything that happened and then you've seen the rise of black lives matter because why because president obama really didn't do anything about these police killings he tried to speak out about trayvon martin and everybody kept uh they shunned him white folks were shunning him and all this other stuff so he's like oh let me shut the fuck up about black issues but we didn't do a better job of pressing obama but uh you know that's what i feel these anti-fascists they really want is to you know go back to a politics as usual you know to quote my man whole whole song just politics as usual you know where uh poor folks black folks brown folks are suffering and everybody else is you know doing pretty decent you know that's that's all that they want because with a liberal with a fake liberal now i'll say fake liberal um they are fine with you getting a few handouts and things of that sort but once the playing field is actually level and then it's just it time it's time to come to skill and shit like that then that's when it's is is kind of you know that's when you're gonna start seeing that racism come out you know if there's a handout going on that will you know basically have the uh, wealth gap kind of equal between people of color or i should say black folks and whites then that's when you see them fake liberals start showing their true colors you know but anyways so you have this civil war going on in the south you know this uh, back in the day over slavery and things of that sort and these people literally went to war with their home country you know to keep slavery intact and then people keep on claiming that it wasn't about slavery the fucking confederate note the currency a few of the bills had slaves actually on them portrayed you like picking cotton and shit and serving like if you go and google a confederate note confederate uh currency it has fucking slavery on it and so you have to break down the dog whistle words um that he's has in there and he, he basically said you know our history and he has that in all caps lock so that just means racist white history that's what it breaks down to and uh you know he says this was uh louisiana is acting in a nazi-ish fashion which is ironic you know what i'm saying basically you're celebrating the history of you know subjugating a race of people a group of people and you're still living off that interest to this day and you're talking about it's nazi-ish fashion to bring down these monuments and these monuments been up for for decades you know what i'm saying and i feel 
like black folks should have been you know made an uproar uproar about it about taking these damn statues down and things of that sort and you got so many black folks lost in the sauce confused in the matrix that there's a video up on Worldstar that shows a coon walking down in a march in a confederate uniform waving the stars and bars nigga what the fuck is your problem you know what i'm saying so that's what makes it so difficult for black folks to get ahead in this country when there's so many of us you know who want to be a positive change who wants to lead black folks in the um, in the proper way to you know educate black folks and to get us up to par up to speed and to break these americanized shackles off of our brains and i say americanized shackles because if you grow up in america you know the system will have you thinking that you ain't shit that you're just supposed to be a piece of shit out here in these streets it really does if you're a black person man or woman uh boy or girl it'll the if if you don't read and expand your own knowledge and start you know digging into history books and things of that source and get a sense of self it will have you out here looking like a fucking fool just like that brother in this that march you know wearing the confederate uniform but coons like that make it so damn hard to to for black folks to progress in this country and to fight for our rights and to get that damn check cut for reparations right and when i say reparations i'm not only talking about slavery we can also talk about red redlining um the gerrymandering shit that goes on there was just a story cnn ran in uh north carolina about them uh gerrymandering and rezoning districts so black folks would have less of a vote voter impact and uh the supreme court was pretty much told them to redraw the districts because that's you just marginalizing a group of people as they always do but like i said these coons just make it so hard these turncoats make it so hard for us because there's always a check for a coon there is always a damn check for a coon out here um so basically you'll have a group of people group of black folks fighting being progressive you know trying to you know um basically trying to get this wage gap lowered and get black folks up on the right page and all this other shit then you have a coon just wheeled out and be like oh i don't see what's wrong we need to we need to work on our own troubles first before we start going towards the government because we killing each other left and right yada 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 and just out here just speaking dumb shit and then that that video goes viral of this black person saying that um he's uh getting a check from fox news uh being a special commentator and getting all these interviews and all this just bullshit and there's so much money in cooning so much so and you look at uh sheriff clark that brings me to sheriff clark uh he is taking a job in homeland security the department of homeland security uh which is just very disgusting to me also uh this is a horrible horrible man and um is he's going to be a deputy uh secretary you know and like i said this is even just further proof that we as black folks we really need a system in place to reward and punish those that help or hurt us you know because today in today's day and age it really does pay off to coon especially with so many black folks waking up there's they're just willing them out just willing them out 
and I and I said this a million times before, if my podcast was about, you know, black on black crime, black folks pulling themselves up by their bootstraps and things like that, I guarantee you I'd be on a syndicated radio show right now. And you know, if I spew that rhetoric left and right. Um and you know, one way that we can punish these these coons, these turncoats, whatever the fuck you want to call them, is to those who have a voice in radio, TV, film, uh, a large social media following, is to actually, you know, publicly shame them. Because you have to do that. Because there's so many fake liberals that I've come across that will, um, and this is how I know they fake, they will use a coon who does like a youtube video and they will post it on their twitter or their facebook or their instagram with that black person shaming other black folks they will post that and like oh look they you know because they don't want to come out and say it because they don't want to seem like they're a bigot you know or they don't like black folks but so they'll get a black face to say it for them and there's so much money in that but like i said those of us with a voice a large following you know uh media expertise um you know they have to, we have to start publicly shaming them and that's why i give props to uh charlemagne's donkey of the day when he uh did jason whitlock he just pretty much read this man fact for fact for filth just you know just told it like it is and that's what we have to do we really have to do that and like i said he i he re- He's been redeemed in my eyes for the the Tammy uh, Lauren Michaels thing. Um, he, uh, you know, he I threw him on that. He had to hold that L when he was out here, you know, caping for that uh, that piece of shit uh, Tony uh, Loritzen Gardens or whatever the fuck her name is. But you really have to publicly shame these people. You really do. You really have to embarrass these folks because it's getting to the point where they're just going to start just willing them out just willing them out by the droves and we have to do something to combat that these white folks are you know these white supremacists they're just out here just being all willy-nilly and carefree with trump in office with this regime in office and there's no justice you know for uh for us black folks and that brings us to uh betty shelby you know uh last week she was found not guilty of manslaughter for the brother terrence crutcher may he rest in peace his car broke down uh, and he was gunned down because his car broke down in the middle of the road that's it and because he was a big black man that's pretty much what it is you can go back and listen to episode i believe 75 of do rags and boat shoes where i broke down her whole 60 minutes interview and i said excuse me either she is she's confident enough that she's going to get off that's why she's doing this interview before the fucking murder trial even starts the manslaughter trial or um she needs a check you know to be set up for you know once she gets out of jail that's that's what it was she but i but ultimately i felt that she was so confident in the oklahoma uh city um justice system and i say that in quotes just us j-u-s-t-u-s meaning us white folks uh just us white folks that's all it means the justice system is just us white folks um that's all who they're looking out for so she got off and the reason for her getting off is uh there was a small um blog or news report site that actually 
kept the uh, the one juror uh, kept the uh, anonymity, uh, kept him anonymous. Um, and basically, this is tough for me to say. That's why I'm just going over my word because it, it it literally hurts my soul to know that this family will not get justice because the jurors were too scared to speak up. The juror. The juror member who uh, spoke out said that, you know, he felt that other members of the jury, you know, wanted to say that she was guilty, but they didn't know, you know, they they didn't have no fucking clue of what they were doing. So that was one thing. And then they were tired and hungry. So the family of Terrence Crutcher, may he rest in peace, did not get justice because jury members were tired and hungry and didn't know when they were going to eat. So they were like, fuck it, not guilty. And unanimously, they all said that she should not be back on the force. She was too scared. She was too shook. Um, You know, she shouldn't have been a cop at all. That's what they said. But this family did not get justice because the jury members were tired and hungry didn't know when they were going to eat next you know how fucked up that is a family didn't get justice because you were hungry you were a little tired that is fucked up to the utmost degree and then what makes this even worse is that she is going to return to the police department she's not going to be a patrol officer she's going to be working in some other capacity but you know she's going to get back pay so she's been out of work since september of 2016 so you got um october november december january february march april may so what is that nine months something like that uh close to nine months and she's about to get almost thirty-six thousand dollars in back pay from the police department So this woman was essentially rewarded for killing a black man in the street because his car broke down. So I need black folks to really go on alert now because this is going to set a precedent. It's going to set a bar that officers can really do what the fuck they want. This is really setting, you know, the bar for just killing black folks this is really it so you will get all you so you're basically you're going to get off if it was probably was all white jury you're going to get off and you'll get back pay and you know i know other police unions are probably studying this case and they're probably high-fiving and things of that sorts so they're going to feel even more invincible and this is is disgusting and may every single one of those jurors rot in hell and i say that from the bottom of my heart i hope that they cannot sleep at night i hope that they wake up in cold sweats and i hope that everything horrible in life happens to them because you let a woman who murdered a man in the street because his car broke down you found her not guilty because you were a little tired and your stomach was growling Hold what you gotta say. Don't be the next get tested on that summer jam screen. I smoke rocks. I smoke rocks. Alright, so moving on to selling hope like dope, we have to give it to uh, America's favorite uh, dad, uh, Bill Cosby. Bill Cosby. 
um he went on a uh was it last week he went on a uh, xm radio show or his daughter did uh defending him for the from these rape allegations and uh saying that basically race was involved uh you know a lot of folks it was a joke was he was trying to buy nbc and all this other shit so they started willing these uh these old women that he had sex with 20 30 years ago or 40 years ago they started willing out all these women who said that he raped them and all this other stuff and you know what i would uh ride for bill cosby but i i've you know i haven't forgot the uh pound cake uh speech that he did um you know him going around wagging his finger at black uh folks and black parents in particular um you know this was an old rich black man who uh fell out of touch with his people and you know uh when black folks get money a lot of times they like to you know look down on poor black folks and the circumstances that they're in and start telling them what they what they need to do and uh start shunning them publicly and all this other shit instead of reaching back and actually helping them you know uh as far as uh starting programs that will help them create jobs for their own community you know you you uh get up here on tv you're wagging your fingers and telling them what they need to do if you just be a better parent you know you can get out of this situation or you just work you know, to be a better situation and things of that sort um but you can't you can't go around doing that black folks are rich black folks are just so out of touch and so with him and his daughter out here making the rounds you know trying to say that you know racism is involved it, it could be but you know the black community is not rocking with pill cosby at all um you know i'm not rocking with him because i've never forgotten that i remember when that speech came out years ago and i was like yo what the fuck is going on with bill and you know this is uh uh bill getting bored didn't have shit really popping and was like okay well let me just go ahead and make the rounds and start you know wagging my finger at black folks and when you do that you isolate yourself and then uh, and then uh health over wealth i'll speak on the importance of family and uh you know this was a situation where he isolated his family and he's out here just selling hope like dope you know you you screaming racism and all this other stuff which it probably is you know but uh black folks ain't rocking with you uh pill they ain't rocking with you at all so what i need you to do is to stop raping these women uh you know you need to take your own advice and uh you know look inside deep within yourself pull yourself up by your bootstraps and figure this shit out this portion of do rags and boat shoes has been brought to you by the letter l as in hey yo my guy my hands are full give me a hand here can you hold this l all right so holding the l this week has to be lifetime have y'all been seeing the commercials for this badass michael jackson movie that they're getting ready they're gearing up to make um it's called michael jackson searching for neverland it really has me sick to my stomach you know they got michael out here looking like a skinny consuela from family guy you know the uh the uh the, the mexican maid you know it's like no no keep bubbles off the couch no 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 more jerry girl juice on the on the stairs no no more linen pledge but it i don't know how lifetime keeps getting away with this i feel like they're now to a point like the sci-fi channel where they're making fun of themselves because you had that leah movie the michelet movie 
and just so many bad movies where there's then you have those movies that come on like the weekend you know or those sunday night movies you know for the the housewives where it's like the husband is like out cheating on the wife and he uh beats the wife and then the woman ends up getting revenge by killing him and his mistress and, uh, and she gets off on a technicality or something like that so lifetime i don't know what the fuck y'all doing but like i said i feel like y'all y'all to the point with these biopics or these biopics whatever you want to call them I feel like y'all at the point where y'all making fun of yourselves like sci-fi does like with those sharknado movies they know they're so outrageous and so fucking dumb but people gonna watch them for a laugh or people gonna watch them while they high and laugh the, the fuck off at them you know and those people are making huge paychecks off them sharknado movies so you know do what you can to keep the lights on but y'all gotta stop with these these movies are horrible but I know Twitter black Twitter is gonna make it funny just like they did with Michelle and the Aaliyah movie. Um, you know, we really got to start protecting our intellectual property. We also got to hold this L black folks do. Um, uh, I was going to, I don't know if I already talked about this. I don't think I did, but on Mother's Day, um, a few days before Mother's Day, I was uh, looking for a card and there was a card that said, work 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 like but it spelled it w-e-r-k and on the inside it said owning it on the daily owning it on the daily happy mother's day i mean we gotta just really start protecting our intellectual property and shit that we come up with and on top of that uh there was a tumblr post that said um uh, rihanna and lupita nyong'o it said that Rihanna, they were at a fashion week or something sitting next to each other in a, a Tumblr post and it made its way to Twitter. It said that um, Rihanna looks like she scams white men for money and Lupita is the best friend who's like a tech genius who helps her with the scams. And now that tweet went viral and now Ava uh, from who did the movie Selma and the uh, Netflix documentary 13th uh she is on board with netflix with lupita and rihanna to actually do the damn movie now black folks are celebrating this but i want to know if who's cutting the check to the person i think it was a sister hopefully i think so uh who made that tumblr post and you know manifested the whole idea because it went viral and uh, I, uh, Lupita hit uh, Rihanna up and was like, I'm with it if you uh, I'm down if you are or something like that. And so all of a sudden, Netflix, they making money hand over fist. They about to have a Will Smith movie. They gave him like 90 million or something like that. Some crazy amount of money for have he's doing like a Netflix original movie or some shit like that. But they making a killing like that. I think cable companies are getting scared. But um, but I want black folks to really just start protecting themselves because we create so much dope content like we really are the ones who's keeping twitter going and things of that sort uh specifically twitter just how we are so communal and how we communicate with each other is like a whole big ass family like i look at people who i interact with on twitter is like my digital family you know what i'm saying just people who i speak with i got some ignorant ass folks on my timeline and i got some very highly intellectual people on my timeline it's just a whole broad spectrum 
which is a beautiful thing and you know i interact with these people on a daily almost daily but it just feels like a community you know what i'm saying and uh especially when we come together um you know doing shit but we really we gotta quit holding these l's because we have to start protecting our intellectual property things that we create and these businesses and that's already established just take it and run with it we could be out here actually getting paid black folks need to start marketing that's what they really need we really need to do because we are very creative and we know how to grasp people attentions and we're trendsetters we need to be out here running marketing firms pr firms and consultation firms because there are so many companies out here who do not who want the black dollar but they don't know how to get it you know what i'm saying they don't know how to communicate with us because we do have a lot of buying power some people say buying power isn't real motherfucker that shit is real it is real just ask air jordan just ask michael air jordan okay but we really gotta hold this l if we don't protect our intellectual property and lifetime y'all quit fucking up just stop just you know just go back to the drawing board but you know you're doing what you can to keep the lights on but in the meantime hold this l you win perfect all right so moving on to not all heroes wear capes uh we got a few folks uh to put up there and uh salute them for not wearing a cape but still doing a still doing a heroly duty is that a word heroly hero like duties maybe i should say that but we're making up words and shit but you know how black folks do uh if i hear any of y'all saying heroly i am going to sue each and every one of y'all i am going to go ahead and trademark that copyright it do everything i can with heroly but anyway uh shout out to black twitter and the romp him memes uh this was funny as fuck so there was a uh gofundme or some kind of uh crowdfunding campaign for male rompers um there was some sassy white dudes who were making it uh they look like a bunch of douchebags and a male romper yes a male romper a onesie uh women can't have shit can they but um so these memes just started flying just funny as fuck uh i loved hearing the ladies uh like talking about uh just hollering at dudes in the rompers like hey pink romper pink romper you know over here and like oh you got an old lady fuck you then you know it was just funny shit like that and then uh then there was different memes of like uh there was one with uh oh boy uh what was ving rame's character name and baby boy i forgot his name when he was butt naked cooking in the kitchen and he turned around he said that's how you're gonna be looking if somebody comes in your bathroom stall while you're in there taking a piss because you asshole naked because you gotta take the whole damn thing off unless it has a zipper but um it was just funny and then just people talking about uh dudes butts jiggling and shit wearing a rompum you, you're not going to catch me in a rompum i'm gonna tell y'all that right now i'm six one almost 300 pounds i'm a hefty ass gentleman uh i am not about to be out here looking like a snack you know <laughs> out in these streets you know I'm, I'm a i'm a i'm a big legged individual i'm a i'm a big boned individual very solid gentleman so i'm not about to be out here looking like a damn instagram model with the cakes all out you know jiggling as i walk 
you know what I'm saying, trying to, and then not to even mention the, the dick print, like, no, I'm not about to be out in these streets, you know, just being mad offensive with all this ass and then the dick print up front, now, I'm cool on that, um, it's not for me, uh, but salute to Black Twitter for just getting so many of them fucking romp him jokes off, just so many some of my favorite ones was uh like talking about young dro because you know uh young dro is pretty much the king of like colorful just rhymes just basically saying all kind of stupid fruity stuff you know so uh just shout out to black twitter much love and respect to y'all it's always dope when we come together and get these jokes off and then also uh salute to misha green jordan peele and jj abrams uh so jordan peele and jj abrams are going to executive produce uh a show uh based off of the lovecraft country novel and misha green will be running it and that's the sister who does uh, underground which is very critically acclaimed a lot of black folks like that i gotta get into that on uh what is that up not upn but uh wgn i think it comes on that channel um so i really gotta get into that but she's she's running the show they're just executive producing it so uh it's going to be on hbo so which would be dope so this show is basically uh based off the novel lovecraft uh country give me just a damn second here let's see here um let's see here my phone is acting a damn fool out in these streets here let me get it to reload bear with me y'all um so this is uh by matt ruff um let's see here so i will read you guys the synopsis so it's like a jim crow like horror book or something like that or sci-fi um so it's called lovecraft country by matt ruff so it says chicago 1954 when his father montrose goes missing 22 year old army veteran atticus turner embarks on a road trip to new england to find him accompanied by his uncle george publisher of the safe negro travel guide which that that was real um back in those uh jim crow eras there was like safe travel guides for black folks letting them know which ways to go um different hotels that would accept black folks and things like that ain't that fucking crazy that is crazy like you can look that up like just what 50 60 years ago you had to go around with a goddamn travel guide telling you where to go and not to go in this country so you wouldn't be lynched strung up from a tree or killed you know by some other means all right and his childhood friend Letitia, uh on their journey to the manor of mr braithwaite heir to the estate that owned Atticus's great-grandmother. So they encountered both mundane terrors of white America and malvolent spirits that seem straight out of the weird tales George devours. So it's going to, it's basically going to be, you know, a sci-fi horror show just based in the Jim Crow era. Um, you know, if it's anything like Get Out, it'll be genius. And you know, it's going to be weird with J.J. Abrams. And then it's going to have some great acting and great writing just due, with, due to Misha Green doing the writing and controlling the show. Because from what I hear with Underground, it's very thorough, uh, great actors and well put together. So salute to all of them. So Misha Green, Jordan Peele, J.J. Abrams and Black Twitter. Much love and respect for you doing your hero-like or hero duties. Not all heroes wear capes. 
All right, so moving on to health over wealth, you know what I say, without your health, you can't enjoy your wealth. And this quote is actually an African proverb, and it's about family. All right, and it says, a family is like a forest. When you are outside, it is dense. When you are inside, you see that each tree has its place. And the reason that I chose this quote is because I feel black folks are being very divisive with each other. There's this whole trend online uh, talking about uh, toxic masculinity, hyper masculinity. Black men are trash. Um, you know, there's a lot of just just so much divisiveness with black folks. And when I gave examples on the Summer Jam screen of what these you know these suspected white supremacists are doing out here we need to come together more than ever you know we need to come together as a family as a collective unit you know if you look closer then you can see the differences you know and uh we can always celebrate our differences but right now i feel as if though we're putting everything in front of being black because a lot of y'all really don't want to be black you know a lot of y'all y'all woman first you're gay first you're transsexual first you're pansexual you're asexual you're everything first before black but this system is harming you because you are black you know what i'm saying and so and it's easier to be on the plantation bullshitting with each other as opposed to looking at who's running this system and forming like voltron to actually erase the shackles off of our brain and so that we can strive and you know be glorious people and then we can work on being harmonious with other groups um and i've seen some shades of us coming together as family and i'm gonna give you all a couple of examples the first one is bow wow we had the bow wow challenge uh he tweeted out a picture of a jet him about to go somewhere but he was actually on a commercial flight black folks were flaming him left and right with the hashtag bow wow challenge you know just about them lying and shit like that and uh it was funny a jewish uh, banker or day trader he jumped in the mix uh, trying to shit on him and other rappers uh, about faking with money and black folks form like Voltron to flame him and get him about the fucking paint. So there are flashes of us coming together. But is this something that we needed to come together for? Um, not really, but I, it was like defending your little brother. You know, your little brother, you know, you can talk shit about him. He can talk shit about you, but can't nobody else talk shit about him. You know, you always, you know, your folks always tell you that, you know, always have each other's back out in the real world. You know, y'all can fight and bullshit inside the house, which is fine because that's what brother's going to do. But, you know, once you get out in that real world, it's, it's y'all against the world. You know what I'm saying? So I seen us come together like that. We need to start coming together more and publicly shaming, shaming these coons and these uh, these uh, suspected white supremacists out here who are, you know, actually harming us or trying to harm us. You know, we had the case with Betty Shelby, like I said, back in the summer jam screen, this woman got off for killing somebody, killing Terrence Crutcher because his car broke down and he was big and black. You know that's he was black that's that's pretty much what it boiled down to and uh so basically she was you know she lost her job quote unquote suspended without pay but then they they're issuing issuing her back pay almost forty thousand dollars you know so on top of her getting off and then she's getting paid an extra 40 grand and she's having she's still gonna have a job within the police department so black folks we really do need to just come together as a collective we can do it it's just 
it's so much easier to sit up and bullshit with each other instead of actually trying to do the hard thing, which is the right thing, which is to fight this system so it can be better for our kids, grandkids, great, great grandkids. So they won't have to fight these fights. You know, we're still fighting the fight that our grandfathers and grandmothers fought. You know what I'm saying? So we really need to just come together. And so another case is like LeVar Ball. You know, a lot of us, we were flaming LeVar Ball for coming out with that sneaker and charging $500 for it. Then uh, we had the Kirsten, Kristen, whatever this woman's name, Leahy on Fox Sports 1 talking greasy about him, talking all sorts of crazy. And, you know, uh, LeVar Ball went on the, the herd on Fox Sports 1 and, uh, you know, she was antagonizing him, you know, just throwing little jabs at him. And then he was like, I ain't even worried about you. And she kept on, you know, why aren't you talking to me? Well, first off, if you look at the show, they have a couch and then the person sits in the corner of the couch facing Colin. And then there's a there's a desk behind the the uh, guest couch. And that's where Kirsten or Kristen sits at. So you have to turn around and look at her. You know what I'm saying? So it's already that's, you know, it's like Charlemagne said, they already have you in the place where they think you should be, which is behind the guest, you know, behind Colin. You're not sitting at the same desk. You know, it's really kind of fucked up. But uh, I guess she want that check to do what she can to keep the lights on. And so she's antagonizing LeVar. And then he says, you know, you're a hater. You're going to get what's coming to you. And she's like, oh, you're threatening me. You know, that's the key. Uh, that's the, 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 the power of whiteness right there. Using that to basically justify harming a black person. He was talking in a, in a way that karma is going to serve you, you know. And so black folks came to LeVar Ball's defense. And, you know, pretty much was flaming Kristen, you know, left and right, up and down. And then you had Jason Whitlock's big fedora wearing ass coming out, uh, you know, trying to, uh, you know, defend her and all this other shit. And he's just doing what he can to keep the lights on. He don't want to rattle the table. He just want to keep Massa happy. And it's sad and it's disgusting. So I'm just saying that we as a black people, we really do need to come together as a family. But I say that to say this, you and I know all skin folk and kin folk because there's a lot of coons out there and there's a lot of agents. But the majority of us, you know, I feel like we lost in the sauce and blind in the matrix. We really do need to wake up and form like Voltron so we can really just get this thing going because black folks need to get their shit together before we start working on being harmonious with everybody and a damn mama and stop being everything first before black because they're killing you putting you in jail beating the shit out of you harassing you putting laws in place to disenfranchise you because you are black so please realize that please put your blackness first much love and respect to everybody out there um, i love y'all and i will see y'all next week one